Hi, my name is Joe, and I'm a home decor overspender. Hi, Joe. I made a breakthrough. I found HomeSense. It's unreal. So many brand name sofas. I bought one. Oh, wow, really? It's okay. The price is so low. Lighting, unexpected. Rugs, handcrafted. Wall art, eclectic. I go back like every week. <gasps> no, it's always different. New unique decor, same great savings. Every time you go. Field trip. HomeSense, standout pieces, outstanding prices. Mr. Happy Living here. I love entrepreneurs and artists and healthy winos and innovators and people from every walk of life that have discovered their reason for being on this planet. And that's why I love Todd White. He's an entrepreneur with a great big heart and he's been called the healthiest wino on the planet too. Todd runs a super cool company I love called Dry Farm Wines. They deliver every month, right to my doorstep, the highest quality, sugar-free, additive-free natural wines that don't cause me headaches or hangovers. Seriously. So Todd, welcome to the Something Significant Show, broadcasting from WITV7 in the beautiful Queen City, Charlotte, North Carolina. Well, you're something significant, and I'm broadcasting from Palm Springs, California today. Whoa. So, you know, that we had these crazy wildfires in Napa Valley over the last yeah. three weeks. And yeah. uh, the air quality was so terrible yeah. uh, that uh, I had to jump on a plane and come down here. So anyway, I'm fortunately staying at a friend's house and who, uh, as you can see, has some old people on the wall here. So very, anyway, very historic. But, yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, right here live from Palm Springs, where it was 105 degrees yesterday. Mercy. Well, I'm glad you're there, glad you're safe. Why don't you tell our audience a little bit about what you're doing these days to leave your mark of significance on the world? Well, I mean, I think, I think the thing that we do, we were just talking about this yesterday. Uh, you know, we've had this extraordinary uh, success in business, right? Um, we touch millions of people every week right, uh, through media and, and, you know, but we talked about uh, that really our commitment to collective and connected consciousness and meditation is, is really what we believe is the single most important thing that we do is, you know, we, we just believe strongly in, in connected spirit energy. And no matter how you express that, uh, we just think that it's alive and real and that, you know, the thing we're doing most is talking about love and talking about gratitude and talking about connecting people by the heart. And that, that's really, and we're in the wine business, but we're really in the business of, of connecting love. And that, for us, that's how we think about the world. I love that. So let's, let's go a little bit further back into your life life of Todd White. What were you doing back in 2010? 2010, um, I had just been named the Citizen of the Year in 2009 in Napa Valley for civic contributions that I had made in my town in St. Helena. Um, I'd started a nonprofit 
and 2010, we were just full throat into um, the celebration of the success of this nonprofit that was contributing to um, many causes from, from immigrant health care to um, advance uh, design and music production uh, computers for high school students to uh, we raised, we had a budget of about four or five, about $400,000 a year. And it was, I worked uncompensated. No one made any money. We just raised this money through street festivals and then mm. we distributed it through the community. So in 2010, I was right in the midst of, um, of, uh, of finishing that. I can tell you another th interesting fact about 2010, 2010, I went to jury trial in a, yeah. in a federal overtime claim and won um, class action suit that had been brought against one of my former businesses in an overtime claim that was not valid. And, you know, we refused to pay and uh, ended up going to jury trial. And of course we, we prevailed. 2010, I also sold a very significant hotel project. So 2010 was like, kind of like I was busy. Right. Big year. And yeah, I was busy. So that was what I was doing in 2010. What were you doing in 2010? Oh my goodness, Todd. Um, this is why I like this question because time changes so much. So I certainly wasn't doing anything that I'm doing now and nor could I have even thought about all of the stuff that I get to do now. And that's what I find interesting about this question. So 2010, geez whiz, I had just gotten married. I was living in Arizona. I was running an international trade company um, and certainly not doing happy living. That's for certain. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the crazy thing is I was just talking about this at, I was just talking about this about two weeks ago. Um, when you are aware my company, we meditate for an hour together every morning. We do that via zoom now, but, but previously, and we will return to we have a meditation room in our office building that's dedicated to this practice but as a part of the meditation there i usually or someone will leave what we call a lesson mm -hmm. and uh and so this is part of the one hour practice there's part of it is a silent meditation part of it is uh it, it can be a lesson and then there's usually um, a, a session of gratitude open gratitude that follows that from everyone but I was leading a lesson. Interesting that you asked this question. I was leading a lesson because I had seen a Facebook memory uh, mm. had come up that was 12 years old. And I work, as you know, I have about 60 employees, but most of them are in their 20s. Uh, and the oldest are in their early 30s, except for me. And, uh, and, and one other lad who's in his 40s. But other than that, they're all in their 20s. And, you know, to explain to them what 12 years of an adult life means is very difficult, right? And so we talked about the monumental change and progress and shift that can happen in 12 years of an adult life, right? Yeah. Yep. And adult life meaning anybody over 40, yeah. right? And so, because uh, it takes to at least to 40. In my case, I was a late, late bloomer. It took me to sometime in my fifties before I really, uh, really understood the meaning of life. But, 
but anybody over 40, a 12 year span is a tremendous, tremendous time period where so much has happened in that 12 year span. I saw another 12 year um, Facebook posting this morning, a memory that it's just, I don't even, I'm not, I'm not even in touch with the, there was a photograph where I was photographed with, there must've been 30 or 40 people in the room and I'm not in touch with any of them. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm just not in regular touch with anybody that appears in that photograph. That, that's why I think it's, it's perspective, right? When you put things in perspective and it's like you start a new company or you start a new marriage or you start this or that and you want to get all the way to the end quickly, but it takes time. And if you let time happen, it takes you all kinds of very interesting places, especially if you're doing it mindfully, I think. Yeah, well, you know, the, you know death is the destination. Death is the only destination you're going to meet, right? And so... You know, so many people put off things that they want to do or aspirations they have or dreams that they have or places they want to move or jobs they want to quit or things they want to start because they're not ready yet, right? Yeah. And, and so it's the journey. I mean, what you learn as an adult is that once you evolve, it's the journey that matters because the destination is going to be death, right? Yeah. It's the journey that matters. And so most people are waiting or putting something off you know, I'll do what I really want to do when I make enough money to quit doing what I don't want to be doing, right? right. Or exactly. when I save enough money, or I'll do this when this happens, or, you know, when we, when we just allow things to happen, and we invite that abundance, and we invite freedom, you know, on the other side of every fear is freedom, yeah. right? And so we talk a lot about that. We talk a lot about you know, the space, it's that space is where your, where your power and your inspiration is, is in that space, right? That between when you experience something and your reaction to it, that space is your freedom and your power, right? And we just have to, we just have to act and take that first step. You know, success, you know, Paul Harvey said, you know, I hope one day to, that you would know who Paul Harvey is, but not probably many of your listeners would, you know, um, I hope one day to be esteemed enough to be, to ask the secret of success to which I will reply. I got up when I fell down and yeah. that, you know, and if we're not falling, you know, we're not doing enough. Right. And so it's, it's, it's this, it's this, as I tell my people, I say, you know, the key to a well-lived life I think there are three keys to a well-lived life. Love more, live gently, and release the things that are not meant for you. Yeah, right. love that. And, uh, and that, you know, but, but in addition to that, a successful life is about having the courage to get back up and put one foot in front of the other, yeah. right? Start going again. And it's hard sometimes. I've been there when it just couldn't get up. You know, I mean, I, I, I have failed in some grand ways, right? When I just couldn't get back up and it just took a little more time than I would have liked to, to get back up and start putting one foot in front of the other again. Well, let's talk about that space you said where the power is in that space. And one of the things I've been thinking about more lately is there's a difference between earthly power and spiritual power. Earthly power is finite, physical fitness, mental fitness, financial fitness, when you use it, you have to replace it. Earthly power 
is infinite, spiritual. It comes from inside and it never runs out. The more you use it, the more you have of it. It's like love. In fact, it is love. So talk about one of the, the issues of, of significance is doing things that, that um, give to others. And you need to have capacity in order to be a giver. So talk about real quickly about how you build capacity in your life, whether it's with earthly power or with spiritual power. Well, I, I, you know, I think when we start living a life of appreciation instead of expectation, right, then, then this is the key to, to finding that inner well of energy is to be grateful, right? And so, and to realize that, you know, and it's hard, man, it's hard. It's just to realize that everybody's doing the best they can, right? Given whatever they're, whatever they're facing. But I think, you know, another, another real key to that ability to love is to be loved, right? And so love is the common thread that binds us all. We all act, you know, we all act in one way or another to love or to be loved. This is the, this is the central motivation behind most of what we do. You know, I get commonly asked the question, well, what, would, what advice would you give your younger self? And I think this is the key is that is self-forgiveness, right? And to love ourselves more, right? And to forgive ourselves for, um, I, I think self-forgiveness is, is probably the, the beginning of that well, the beginning of that communication, that beginning of that spiritual journey of self-forgiveness, right? And it's, you know, so I mean, that, that I think we have to focus on self-love. We can't love others, you know, until we love ourselves. Yeah, I've got a great quote that I'm going to share with you when we get in the lightning round that talks right on that point. Um, but that gives us a good start uh, with lots of good stuff, Todd. So let's take a quick commercial break, spread a little love for our sponsors. Uh, two awesome companies that you know, Dry Farm Wines and Happy Living. Oh, nice. Mr. Happy Living here. I love good things made by good people. That's why I love Dry Farm Wines. I first met the man known as the healthiest wino on the planet back in 2016. He said his wines don't cause headaches or hangovers, and that he started his company because most wine consumed in the U.S. is highly processed and loaded with unnatural nasties. Like most processed food, it's toxic. That very night, I made a big health decision. Toxic wines out, natural wines in. It's been four years since I made the switch, and I feel great. Go to happyliving.com and select Partners in Happy to get your first bottle of natural wine for a penny. And I'll donate 8% of every order placed during the entire month of November to WITV7. Share the gift of natural wine and pour some love this holiday season. Okay, and we're back. And this is the Something Significant Show, and I'm Matt Gersper. Hey, viewers and listeners, do yourself a great big health favor. Go buy some Dry Farm wines right after we finish this show. They curate 
delicious and all natural wines for me from organic small family farms all over the world. Every night it's fun to open a different bottle of wine and it'll sure be fun for you too. But now let's get back to my friend Todd White, CEO of Dry Farm Wines and our co-sponsor for the show for the entire month of November. Todd, welcome back. Thanks, happy to be here. Right on. So in my second book, Turning Inspiration into Action, I explore the big idea that transformations and discovery of purpose often come from devastation. Something terrible happens, a sudden death, your life gets shaken and rattled. But I've used, fortunately, a happier way to create transformations in my life with inspiration. So the question, was there a specific moment or situation if you run a business, Bank of Clark County has you covered. Offering cash management services to automate and simplify your business banking, streamlined digital banking, and merchant payment processing that's a one-stop solution. Plus, Bank of Clark offers corporate credit cards that help you optimize capital, organize expenses, and enhance your business. Whether you're looking to earn points faster or lower your APR, Bank of Clark County has the card that's right for you. Member FDIC when either devastation or inspiration revealed to you the purpose you were meant to live? Uh, devastation in my case, but, but um, and, and from that devastation, you know, I discovered meditation, which is really, which is the foundation for which everything that occurred after that was related to my relationship with, with meditation. So yeah, I, I had to kind of start over uh, at 54. And um, I had a tragic investment that uh, took me to a negative net worth from millions, multimillionaire to a negative net worth overnight. And, um, and so it uh, wasn't the first time I had, wasn't the first time I've been down that path, but it was, it was a lot more brutal. I, I had taken a nosedive in my, maybe in my had some struggling businesses in my 30s that eventually I got turned around, but 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 they had struggled for a while and I had sort of gone to zero. But but it was different because I was younger and I was also still working and it was like it was just a struggling business that this was devastating in that I shut down a business and laid 40 people off and lost everything. And um then made it all back times 100, you know? So, but it was, it was, uh, it was super easy because of meditation when we open up our, the channels to receive abundance. See, most people, you know, when you talk about, you know, your experience, you know this, I mean, most people use the method of striving to achieve results. And I, I have also, experimented deeply with the concept of striving. But if you tap into the inner abundance, if you tap into your spiritual abundance, then you don't have to strive. You will just thrive by realizing and accepting the gifts that are given to you, right? And so, unfortunately, most people never discover this. And so they spend their whole life, as I did, by striving, clawing, right? 
and uh, you, you, you've done it. I'm sure you've used the, th the striving method. I've gone back and forth and I still do. Every time I start to get into just accepting and then I start working and trying to create things, I say, wait a second, my life's getting harder again. I need to step back and relax and let things come to me. And every time I do it, I feel happier. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can let it come better. to you or you can chase it. It's up to you. I, I, it's just much easier, much more joyful and peaceful and pleasant to let it come to you. Yeah. Right. And to follow the signals and just by listening, you know, most of us just don't listen. Right. I mean, it's like just it'll come right to you. The universe will conspire to serve you if you're not creating the resistance to block it. And yeah. striving is resistance. Yeah. Right. And people that people just think that, that you couldn't have told me in my 30s this advice. I wouldn't have taken it either because I would have believed that striving was going to get me ahead faster. It, it just doesn't. And, and, you know, and you can see people who just have the Midas touch, if you will. Right. They're, they're quiet. They're generally, you know, they're contemplative, you know, they're spiritually connected. It'll come right to you. And so I, I don't care what it is, what your goal is, if it's money or, you know, or love or, you know, or, or, you know, a better relationship with your children or what, whatever your goal is. It doesn't, in my particular case, I needed to make some more money. Right. But, but, uh, but the, you know, but I also was going to reconstruct my life based on all the experience I'd had up until that time. The first rule was I'm not going to do something that I don't love so much. I would be willing to do it for free. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so let's, let's go from there because, um, well, we, how we define significance is doing work you love, with people you love, in places you love, that creates something of value to others. But talk about that last part, when you're actually creating something of value to others. You have created this, this organization that's, that is purposeful and who, who, is, who lives in love with wine is just something that's a part of it. How how does it make you feel? How does joy come into your life when you're actually giving that to others? Talk about that a little bit. Well, I mean, there's so many, whew, that's a, that's, this is a big question, right? There's, I think this most significant thing that I do is the leadership I provide for the 60 young people who work for me, right? That's the most significant thing that I do is the lessons that I get to teach them, the things, the knowledge that they have that they wouldn't otherwise have and the opportunities they have they wouldn't otherwise have if they hadn't met me, right? And so that's the most significant thing I do. But, you know, also helping wine drinkers enjoy a healthy experience with wine. Look, wine is a very spiritual thing, right? Wine is something you share with people, right? Uh, I mean, it, 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 wine is created for sharing. Todd, I find it very spiritual. Right, 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 right. And especially when, especially when you're talking about natural wine, yes. right, which has not been sterilized with sulfur dioxide as conventional wines are. You know, you're talking about a wine that's grown on a small family farm. The same grower fermented it, the same person that, that tends the vines and, and has a connected spiritual relationship with nature is the same person that fermented the wine. And uh, natural wines are 100% fermented grape juice. There's nothing else in them. There's no additives. There's 76 additives approved by the FDA for the use of winemaking. So a natural wine has not been sterilized with sulfur dioxide. And so it's still alive. You can taste the energy in it, 
right? And so to share that with other people and the, the euphoria that comes with, there's something very magical about sharing wine with other people. It's not the same as a beer. It's not the same as drinking liquor. Well, right? let, me just, let me add something to that because what the folks don't know and because of your, your basing your business on love and connectivity, you know all the farmers that are growing the grapes and making the wines that you then are pouring for your friends and, and the organizations that you, I, I mean, I watch you at shows running around like a madman with seven bottles of wine and just, you are on fire with joy. It's awesome to watch. Well, it's a lot of fun to share wine, right? Yeah. And so, so, I mean, I think, you know, I, I think that, you know, what our goal, our mission, you know, our goal was humans. And this is what's wrong with the world today. You know, although I think I see glimmers of hope for the for 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 renovation, but our goal is to share love and create love, right? And and to be and not be fearful of love, right? And so many of us are fearful of love. You know, at at my company, we we use the word love quite often, right? With each other, uh, we describe ourselves as you know as a family. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, virtually no one has left. Right. In five years, almost everyone is still there. There's only been two. Um, there's only been two people that have left. Um, and they moved to other states. Right. And uh, voluntarily, we've had a couple involuntary <laughs> leavings, but but not many. You know, we, we, because we just, we meditate every day together. We're grateful for each other and we spread the message of love among each other. And that, I, look, what more can you ask for? You work with people that you love. People you work with, you spend more time with in your own family, yeah. right? And yeah. so you ought to love those people. That's another one of the 18 business rules. I won't work with anybody I don't love and I don't want any customers I don't love, right? Yeah. And so um, I think in Dry Farm Wine's history, we've had to fire just one customer, right? <laughs> well, we just said, you know, we're just not the company for you. We can't make That's you it. happy, right? We're just, we're just not the company for you. And so spreading love, I think, is our most, mo our most noble and worthwhile purpose. And it comes across, my friend. Hey, so we're going to have to start wrapping things up, unfortunately. Um, but I love this part of the show. I'm going to read one of my very favorite quotes to you. And then you respond telling us what it means to you. All right. I'm going to keep it no more than 30 or 45 seconds so we can get through a few of them. Okay. This one's from H. Jackson Brown. Sometimes the heart sees what is invisible to the eyes. I see you. And I see you. I see your heart. That's what I see. Awesome. From Dr. Steve Maraboli, I think that's how you say it. The universe doesn't give what you ask for with your thoughts. It gives what you demand with your actions. Well, thoughts become actions. So I think it all begins in the heart and it begins with how we think and then leads us into action. Okay. Now you made me think of this one earlier. Is what, I just love this from, I don't know his name or how to say it, Adyashanti. A total acceptance of yourself brings about 
a total transcendence of yourself. Well, to be true to self is our greatest gift and to forgive ourselves because none of us have lived a pure life. None of us have lived pure thoughts. So we have to begin with self-forgiveness. When I, when I first saw that, I was actually writing a post on, on acceptance. And I, I saw that quote as I was searching. I always put a quote on top of my post. And I read that and I said, why is it so hard for us to accept ourselves? And it really is. And that's what he's saying. If you can just accept yourself, you know, <laughs> life gets good and it comes to you. And I think that's what you talk about when you say, you know, let it come to you. You're getting your, you're being true and authentic to who you are as a human being. It's true. We're all flawed. We are, that's, all, this, flawed. The, the, we are all flawed and we have all done some bad things that we're not proud of. Right. 100%. We have to get, you know, it starts when, you know, we, we think we're the only ones who are having these thoughts and we, you know, we're, we're, we're living other people's lives from their outside. This is common on social media. I mean, it's like, you know, their outside life, right? Not knowing how tormented they are inside as well, right? And meditation, which is the primary reason I'm such a fan, meditation allows that silent space, you know, to increase that silence. So the practice of meditation is about increasing the silence. And increase, you know, people, people say, I don't have time to meditate. Well, for the people who don't have time to meditate, they're the ones who need to meditate the most. Yeah, that's right? like or, a time management book, right? Or people, <laughs> people, time. Yeah, or people say, I can't stop thinking. Yeah. Well, the, the goal of meditation is not to stop thinking. The goal of meditation is to understand silence, yeah. right? And understand the authenticity of trueness. Good stuff. One more, a powerful one from Goth. Whatever you can do or dream you can do, begin it. Boldness has genius, power, and magic in it. Begin it now. We have to take that first step. Uh, we talked about this early in the show. You know, most people are waiting for some outside condition right. to permit them or to motivate them to take an action. The door will not open on its own. You first have to knock. Sometimes you have to tear it off the hinge. But, <laughs> but, uh, but we've got to take action. Mm -hmm. The lack of action is the cause of all complacency. Complacency is the cause of non-progress. 100%. All right, Todd. This has been great. Sadly, our time's running out. Um, just take a minute or two and share any parting remarks or comments that you'd like to leave with our audience. Well, I've already left you my favorite quote, which is three most important things in a well-lived life will be how much you loved, how gently you lived, and how gracefully you release the things that are not meant for you. That's it, my friend. Just love more. I love you. I appreciate your time. Appreciate you having me on today. Love you right back. All right, folks, if you can hear my voice and you are inspired by today's show, please donate what you can to WITV7. They're a 501c3 charitable nonprofit on a mission to educate, empower, and encourage. And they're doing a wonderful job of it. Thank you, my friend. Todd, you are an inspiration and a joy. I love your soulful approach to life and to business and to partnerships 
and to delicious all natural dry farm wines too. Thank you. Peace be with you. Right back at you. Thank you, WITV7, for hosting and promoting our show so we can keep reaching ordinary people ready to create extraordinary lives. A special thank you to our sponsors for the entire month of November, Dry Farm Wines and Happy Living. Remember, folks, the more wine you buy, the more I'll donate. Give some as gifts to your friends, too, and pour some love this holiday season. And most especially, thank you, viewers and listeners. You'll find links and websites and social media and all things Todd White. Find him, friend him, buy his delicious wines. They're good for your happiness. I know they're good for mine. From me to you, dear friends, I love you and I want you to be happy. We do what we do on the Something Significant Show to inspire you to make the most out of your life, to believe as I do that a better self is always possible today and every day for the rest of our lives. Be bold. If you're dreaming about it, it's time to begin it, for it's on that special path, that one to your dream, your unique and distinctive journey. That's where you'll find the way to make your mark of significance on the world. Till next time, I'm Matt Gersper. You are awesome, and this is the Something Significant Show. And we're out. Extended through January 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for zero enrollment and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, mister, I'm so stressed I grind my teeth more than most people grind coffee. Especially you. Give your anxiety-clenched jaw a rest. My molars will be so happy. Start feeling fantacular today. Join in-club or at planetfitness.com. Zero enrollment, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Deal ends January 14th, C-Club for details.